I've been thinking about this intro a lot. My thoughts always lead me to the one evening back in the summer of 2000. That was the first time I went to watch the local volleyball league in my hometown. Back then, I was about to start high school, and my obsession at the time was volleyball. I couldn't get enough of it. During my middle school days, a friend of mine, I don't remember how, convinced me to go to a volleyball training session. I knew next to nothing about it. I wasn't particularly good at sports, but volleyball came somewhat naturally to me. I kept going to the training sessions, made the school's team, and eventually volleyball became my main activity. After middle school, I was ready to step up my game. High school volleyball was at a whole other level, of course, and I was anxious to see exactly what I was up to. Someone told me there was a volleyball league every Thursday and Thursday evening at the local gym. So one evening, I went to watch the games. That gym had only the one court. Female teams played first and then the male teams after. I arrived earlier, so I got to watch a girls game first. I don't remember if I ever watched girls play before. I probably did, but certainly not like this. And most certainly not like one particular player. The one with jersey number seven. She was amazing. I had never watched anyone play with that kind of energy before. Number seven was both intense and joyful. Technically polished, but intuitive. I was not the only one who could admire her skills. People constantly cheered her incredible serves and kills, and often yelled number seven's name. I don't remember much else about that evening, but that was the evening I saw my wife for the first time. Erika has been part of Bonus Battle from the very beginning. She has had several cameos, mostly laughing in the distance and most notably something that happened in BB100. I, I don't want to brag, but I, I consider myself a good Mario Kart player. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Erika? <laughs> no, that was the best sound bite ever. Oh god. <laughs> In this episode, we talk about how video games have been part of our lives, in our relationship, in all things Bonus Barrel. Hey, I'm Seiji, and this is Bonus, Bonus Barrel, episode 7. of how much we we do for the show <laughs> yes <laughs> what is your first gaming memory i think that it will be tetris in a game boy uh, i don't know what game boy was it was gray they were gray with uh pink buttons i think i've never been like a gamer and at that time, it was like somebody else's Game Boy. 
then I borrow it and I start playing Tetris. Uh, what were your thoughts when you played video games? Uh, that one in particular, I felt like it was like addicted to it because I was playing like just a little bit, but then you got the Tetris. And when I discovered that, I, I wanted to play like everything perfect. Every game that I, well, every video game that I have been playing, that it has to have some possibility to be perfect. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to make just Tetris all the time. And I remember that I was playing for for an hour and my mom was like super mad because she never saw me that like absent. Like I was totally like gone and I was like what are you doing keep that out of your eyes <laughs> and things like that because I was a kid that I was always playing outside like riding a bike and um, yeah and just playing outside or not being like blocked from everything else that that happened to me with Tetris basically what was the association in your mind that video games had? The thing that made you feel or think when you thought about video games? When my nephews, they were not playing at home, they will go to a convenience store, well, a mini convenience store, and they have their maquinitas. And for example, if my mom asked some of them to go for tortillas, they will be like, me, 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 both of them, mm -hmm. because they will then spend the change on playing maquinitas. And my mom didn't like it. So for me, the people who was playing video games, it was like kind of waste of time and being like very selfish. Because also at home, when they were playing and uh, it was a fight every time that they wanted to play because I didn't want to see all day because they can be playing like all day. It was just boring. They get mad just for playing. I don't know. It was kind of stupid for me. So in a way you have you had this association of video games and irresponsible behavior. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's like that. <laughs> yeah. Now, you and I met when we were in high school pretty young and you and I've met playing volleyball I don't remember when we were sort of you know getting to know each other before you know we were become we we're knowing each other we were really good friends yes and we had a lot of like really long conversations and it was yes. new to me and I was genuinely like interested in in just talking to you 
I found it. Yeah, and we were not talking about video games. Correct. For I, sure. I don't remember ever, we ever talked no. about video games. We talked a lot about volleyball. Yes. We talked about stuff that you like, about music, maybe movies, yes. stuff like that. But I don't remember mentioning video games too much. No, at all. Well, in those times, I didn't have the concept of gamer really like as something special nor liking video games as being something special. It was just one of the many things that I liked. But at some point, maybe after we became boyfriend and girlfriend, I mentioned that I remember one time we were having a phone conversation. Mm -hmm. We might have had days of relationship, like official relationship. And I was playing Dr. Mario on my Game Boy, I think. And I think I mentioned it during the conversation you say, you're playing a game while talking to me. And that might have been like the first time we actually like, it's because I like this game. And I, I started talking about specifically about the stuff that was happening in the game, which is one of the signs that someone is too obsessed with video games, that they're not telling you just the game that they're playing, but stuff that's happening in the game. Like I'm playing this specific level or this, this specific situation is happening in the game, right? So to me... Now, looking like in retrospective, that's probably, you know, how I revealed myself as a gamer to you, maybe. Did that change something? Well, I didn't know your hobbies then. I discovered that you didn't like to party. You didn't like to uh, to dance. Oh, and you mentioned that you have a baseball card collection. So when I hear that, it was like super weird to me. But when you mentioned the video games, it was like at certain point it was normal because that's what was going on at, at home also. Well, because with of my uh -huh, with my nephews, so it wasn't that weird. The weird thing was the <laughs> baseball cards. Yeah, so I had a lot of like hobbies. And, yeah. and I apply sort of like the same logic or rigor to a lot of the stuff that I liked. Like, for example, I know the baseball collection was, was in binders and was organized yeah, by year and by I brand know. and stuff like that. And I had. <laughs> I remember when I went to your house and you were like super excited to show me your baseball card collection. I was like, I don't know anything about baseball. But you were like super how and you were like bragging about it. It was super funny, but I mean, at, at that point it was cute. But I was like, say he doesn't know that. <laughs> I don't know. You were like super happy. Yeah. And at the time I also have my comic book collection in binders. Yeah. You also, yeah. You also show me that because it was. Okay, people say is like when he's collecting things, he's super organized. He has like a list at that time he had a, yeah. And on your computer, you have a list of the things that you had, what you were missing. And he put it in binders and everything like super in good shape. And I had my games. Yeah. I had, with I had, the boxes, with the boxes and, the and the instruction booklets and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So. It was kind of weird. I that that part I guess no, was kind of weird. No, it was it was a little bit weird, but also I like to collect. Well, not collect like buying and buying, but when I receive like presents at home 
for in my, in my case they were Barbies. I had everything in order. I have the clothes. I have. I never brushed their hair, so it was like intact. So I under I understood what was going on because also with my toys, it was like that. Then I gave them away, and I really regret that now. But yeah, I I understand that. But that happens with most kids, right? They have their toys and they are, they, you know, they take care of them. And at some point, probably they just either they give them away like you did, or they just forget about them and, and become like garbage or leftovers of sorts. Well, I have to say that I knew that you were a lot into video games, but I knew that you were like a really good one when you start playing Killer Instinct. <laughs> you remember those days against your nephews yeah so say he, he was just playing with my nephews they were playing clearest thing and fifa i remember playing xbox with your nephews yeah but it was years later that, that was when we played fifa a lot oh, okay we would simulate world cups yeah but also like a lot of times when i would go visit you i would bring my game systems, I'll oh, bring yeah, yeah. the Super Nintendo, I'll bring the uh, Nintendo 64, and later on the GameCube. And we would spend the afternoon together playing oh, some yeah. of these games. I remember you, you really, really liked Donkey Kong Country. That's the one that you always wanted to play. And on the 64, you also liked a bunch of games, I think. Most notably, I think, Paper Mario. Paper Mario. I remember the Paper Mario. I like it. That and one we played together. I like Donkey Kong just because you show me how to use the controls. Mm -hmm. I think that you were super patient with me because I just couldn't figure out how to move. And then for the 64, the controller was like, I don't know, for me it looked weird. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, this is super comfortable. <laughs> And uh, yeah, and I like to play Paper Mario. I think that if I'm gonna say what was the game that I was like, wow, this is like super entertaining and it looks beautiful and it was made for me, is Paper Mario. I really like it. Yeah, and at the time, your English was not as good as it is today. So I oh. remember I did a lot of translating for you. Yeah. I would read the dialogues and tell you a story, what was going on. Yeah. And we will play the game together. Uh, we'll take turns and just, yeah. you know, follow the story. And I think that was a really, I don't know, really cute bonding that we had along with video. So what I'm trying to say maybe is that video games have always been part of our relationship in one way or the other. Sometimes, as, as you mentioned, because I was playing with someone else and he was getting in the way. But oh sometimes also <laughs> as our dating activities. We'll watch a lot of movies also. Uh, yeah. We'll play games. I remember when Wind Waker first came out and I got home from school and I picked you up and we crossed the border. We took a bus to, well, the city is called Yuma in Arizona. Yeah. And it's kind of far away. You have to take a bus and it takes you, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes to get to the place that I was going to, which is the old mall, I believe. And we picked it up. And we went back and then we played Wind Waker for the first time and it was amazing. And to this day, Wind Waker is my favorite game. And I take turns with Cave Story. So sagey. 
<laughs> but Wind Waker stays at the top consistently because I had really strong memories playing it together with you. I probably played this game for the most part at your house. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I remember that one and I remember more than Paper Mario, obviously, because it's more recent. I remember that I like it because you can go for everything and do it like in a good way. I remember it was the first time that I bought something like an extra thing for the controller. Oh, yeah. To go and fishing or something like that. No, it was um an accessory to plug the Game Boy Advance directly to uh, the GameCube. And you could use that to uh, to use Tingle. Remember the the guy with the green suit? Yeah, yeah. To find like treasures. And it was kind yeah. of boring, but it was cool. But I want to know why they needed it. Why it was so special. And it was a little bit disappointing. We, we used it once, I think. Yeah, it was okay. But at least I wasn't just asking myself why. I want to know. I mean, from knowing you, you don't like certain types of games. You don't like platformers. You don't like games that are like twitchy or reaction based. You like games that you can get a lot of stuff, accumulate stuff. Like you have a completionist sort of compulsion when you play the games. Yeah, I, I remember that I like to take picture on the... Your favorite activity in Wind Waker was to, to get all the figurines at yeah. the, the place will, where you would exchange a, a photo yes. for a figurine. Yeah. We got all of them because I was really excited to get through the story and I got through the story and to me what, that was kind of it. But I remember we played m for much, much longer because we were trying to get everything in the game. Yeah, because, uh, okay, I like that game, but I don't like to play with the monsters. So every time that I was with a boss, I will say, Zayi, come and kill it, because I don't like to. those fights. It stress me a lot. So I will do everything but fighting. I don't like that. I hate it. I have a really, really strong memory of us exploring that game to the last, you know, corner. Yeah. But every time, like, if there was an enemy, Erika wasn't interested. It's not that she couldn't do it because you could do it, but it stresses you out, so you prefer not to. So I would come, you know, and do all the the combat. Yeah. And a lot of the games that we played back then, you were really interested in, in you know, side games or things that uh, had to do with completing sets and stuff like that. And whenever something was too, you know, stressful or bosses or stuff like that, that's where you would just hand me the controller. And it was pretty cool. To this day, I greatly prefer, or rather, I tend to develop like a stronger memory of a game in my mind that I like it a lot. If I have memories of us playing together. And that is something that I mention a lot on the show, but it is true, like, because it, our relationship has been so important to me that when I can combine those two aspects, uh, to me, it's like the best thing ever.
last game that we played like that together was uh, Breath of the Wild, for example. In, in Breath of the Wild right now, the other day I was doing my, my list again, my BB100, and it's sitting really near the top. I'm debating if, if Breath of the Wild is one or two, but now that we, we are reminiscing again about uh, Wind Waker, I, I, I think Wind Waker will, will come off top, but probably Breath of the Wild will be number two. Pikmin 3 is a game that I also rank really, really high because of how much you love that game. And it's Pikmin 3, I love it so much because it's the first time that I've seen you being twitchy, you know, <laughs> being, you know, a really skilled, fast better than you i play play, those games better than you it's amazing and the way you play you play with the with the gamepad and it's a big pain that it doesn't work properly right now yeah you can start crying in mobile games i've seen you also get really you know into some of the mobile games mobile games are really good for you because uh they have a lot of these elements and it's mainly because you're just not interested in all the internal aspects of games particular names of games or years when they're released or the systems or stuff like that you just like the games that you like and to you this is like any other thing i think well yeah um i just give them a try when somebody recommends games to me or if i hear something about somebody talking about a game or something i will try them i would try to play and if I like it, I start playing. But also, I'm a person who get like born super easy. It's like it's very difficult to keep my attention and keep me interested in something. Yeah, I think that is true. A, a, a lot of these games also that that we play together, um, and that you've become like good and interested about them. It's, uh, it has to do a lot of me insisting initially. Well, first, it has to look Yes, good. If it looks absolutely. like, uh, for example, I cannot play like Candy Crush. I play it, but I can't. It just looks bad. I don't like the aesthetic. At least I'm not a fan. Uh, but I'm comparing, obviously, that's a mobile game. And yes, I know that there are differences, etc. And the second thing is that it has to be something, uh, the story has to be somewhat simple, but interesting. That's what I think that it happened to me with mobile games. For example, I was playing um, Animal Crossing on the mobile one, but it was like, it was bothering me all the time. And I remember one day that I wasn't able to play it at all. And I felt like I was failing. And then I felt like somebody was like demanding a lot of me. And and and, and I mean, the rewards of the game, at least to me, what, they were not attractive. So I was feeling that I was wasting my time doing just looking at the screen. So I just stopped, even though it was every single thing, it was like so beautiful. Uh, some stuff, they were, they still trying to figure it out, but it was like, I just stopped. Yeah, some of these games, uh, mobile games specifically, um, they're about keeping you interested every every day, like not missing, as you said. 
a single session or if you have to log in every four hours because some something is ready then not being able to make it yeah makes you feel uh something has been wasted to like yeah come but, back. but for example even though i don't like battles i was playing uh clash royale and i really like it i was I, so surprised <laughs> i was so surprised it was one day that i saw you playing And I was like, oh, so you're just doing this really bad. <laughs> that strategy is not going to work. And yes, of course, he he lost that time. I remember that. And then I asked him what game was, was that. And I downloaded And I really like it because the game looks good. I like the visual. And it was, it's like funny, but uh, you have to think. And the game is not like pushing you. The first couple of episodes that we recorded, you were there. You're actually your your laugh is in the background of, uh, of some so episodes, and also you've had really really nice uh, cameos over the years. But I mean, other than that, do you remember when uh, before we started the show, when I told you about you know I, I, that I was interested in making something? Well, it was weird for me because you're super introverted. Yes, like and you're shy, right? Yes, mm -hmm. but I know that you want to get your ideas out there like all the time mm -hmm. for the longest time i had a blog right Remember? yeah 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 that's what i want to mention but in spanish that yeah mm -hmm. that i knew that you you always want to put your ideas out there and you used to have a blog and i think that it that was perfect for you uh it was weird for me because he will be speaking so i was like well i guess that is the, the next level for him instead of having a blog and just writing a bunch of, of things of course yeah and i think that you when you mentioned doing a podcast uh i didn't know rob so it was a surprise i was like who's this person because he was not from your friends group right i didn't know him yeah. no 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 he wasn't part of the usual people that I was uh, spending time with, we became friends in a sort of a odd way or different way. It was mostly because Megan and I were working on the same team. So he'll come often. <laughs> and I probably had, at the time, I was starting to buy a lot of games and Amiibos. So probably I had stuff in my, in my desk and he'll come because Rob is super interested and very knowledgeable about, you know, games who will come and ask stuff about it and i think that slowly we started to talk about games and videos and stuff and retro gaming because a lot of people are not into like retro gaming and, and that's how we became friends and that i remember having conversations with him at my desk about like we should go on a game hunt and talk about the games that we are and i remember the the first podcast i recorded but i have a video of that I remember you were like super happy. I remember it was Marshall, and Rob, and you. You made pizza and <laughs> have snacks, and then you guys figure out that you cannot eat and record. <laughs> so 
yeah, I saw that you were like having a plan. Like, I don't know if you were, you guys were happy, but you guys look like we have a plan and it's about video games. So, yeah. We had no idea what we were <laughs> that's doing. That's the way that, the, yeah, I know, but that's the way you guys look at that time that, that you were like, so, because you have to be pumped about something. And I think that you guys were like, yeah, we have a plan. This is gonna work. But yeah, you guys didn't know. <laughs> yeah. So I think the first three episodes you were, I mean, they were recorded at our apartment. The, the first time it was just Rob and me and we made tacos. He brought the video games. He brought some games. You, Yeah, you took some um, photos. We recorded on my, my uh, laptop open on the dining table. Yeah, I thought. That episode was never released. And then the second time, uh, again, we wasn't... But you were there. You were there in the first one. Uh, it was uh, Game Bob, we was called it. Yeah, cool. Back in the time. And then the first actual episode that we uh, recorded and released, and Marshall was there, we went uh, out for a game hunt and we brought games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's probably where I made the pizza. And we talk about the games. And I, I think we recorded two episodes that day. And then I think there was some other episode. But anyway, in those episodes, you were always there. Yeah, I want to see how it was. You were ta yeah, you were taking pictures. Now I remember we never really. And I this was video. taking videos. I've seen a photo. Oh, it's not a good photo. How was it for you now having your husband that you've met for many many years, and now, you know, all of a sudden, uh, once a week, he uh, he you know goes and records this thing and like. Um. Well, it was for me like you just going with somebody else to play video games or something like that mm -hmm. uh it was like super casual i think uh because you just were going there and just coming back but then you guys start having a plan for real like actually like playing a video game a game every week or something like that and you were like i have to play this or I have to watch this and I'm not going to be specific because I just don't remember. But because I had to talk about, we are going to talk about this game today or tomorrow or next week or whatever. And yeah, that's when, when I start seeing that with you, I was like, oh, they are taking this a little bit serious. Like, it, that's when I, I saw that it was for real because when you bought the the microphone, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, it was like, it's okay, but I didn't see you like with a good plan, like committed to have a better content on the podcast. Yes. And then... I don't know what happened with Marshall. Um, Marshall, if you are listening to this, please just come back once in a while. We miss you. And I'll, and then it was left. Left. These guys really, really, really need you. Like, why? Really. Uh, it, it left is the perfect balance between you and Rob. What do you mean by that? First of all, I, I don't know. A, a lot about video games, but I know that you like certain type of games. 
And when he started talking about some games, I don't listen all the episodes of Bundle Girl, but uh, sometimes I hear something like PS3 or other consoles that you don't have. And I know that those consoles have another aesthetic. I know that he likes different games just because of that. Well, I assume that. And um, I like that he likes different things than you and Rob. Well, yeah, things that Lev There's some overlap between all of us. Uh, okay. Um, but yes, uh, Lev extends our, our spectrum. And the other one is that the personality is like you need a left because you're gonna be quiet most of the time and left he's not afraid to say what he's thinking i think that we do three personalities the the podcast works better because it's more balanced over there and right now you guys just drive shelby crazy i mean come on Shelby is awesome. You obviously you really she's a, a big part of Bones Barrel, but you need a left to keep you two in balance. I mean, um, P one defined uh, left's role as bringing levity, which is a word that doesn't have like an exact equivalent in Spanish. But I was looking at the word the other day levity and it's like having this a little bit of a cynical attitude towards something with humor and like as you said like he's not afraid but also, not only is he, is he not afraid but it i thought that left at points he enjoyed the conflict that would sometimes <laughs> come but um left have like the right attitude to uh, yeah 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 of to course. change yeah. the tone of the conversation into a healthier uh more mm, you know lighter tone so i think i know what you mean uh and as you said shelby she she extends the spectrum even more because she's uh, just, yeah just, she's oh. she's a woman and she's super young at least younger than you guys and that is awesome so w what has happened with her is that when it was just Rob, um, Lef and I, is that we would get trapped in this little world of what we knew, even though the spectrum is, is quite wide, just with the three of us. But Shelby just opens up this whole new uh, universe because she's talking about stuff that we didn't perceive in the same way. Like the other day we were recording uh, 168, and we were talking about games that we played when we were kids and i was talking about games in the 80s and then rob was talking about some games in the early 90s mid 90s and shelly was talking about games in the ps2 era in those years we were already quite into our relationship we were like in our 20s and, <laughs> and stuff like that definitely definitely not games that ring any sort of childhood memories so that's that's where it's at I think for me, even though I left 
the show for a while. Now I'm back and it has become like big for both of us, I guess, in a way big because, you know, I'm, I'm involved in it. I let you play your games because of the show. I let you, well, not let you, but I don't say anything about it. I don't complain if you have to do it because you have to do the things right. That's what I think. Um, I know that you have your break and I think that it's also healthy to have a break. I see you enjoying uh, recording every week. I mean, you sometimes you just sleep like three hours just to get the episode like ready. I know that you have a lot of times like delay, but it's because it's like, come on, you work. And sometimes you work like late. Uh, I've seen Seiji like editing and I have to take off the laptop because he was editing, but he fell asleep. Like he didn't even knew that he was in his mind. I think that he was editing, but he was just sleeping. And since he start, I don't know when you start like editing. But he really, he's like dancing when he's choosing the songs. And uh, I see you in really, really enjoying, like, you wake up like at 6, 5 a.m. sometimes just to to listen Shelby and Rob. And I hope that soon you listen to Lev. Just because you want to be responsible with that. It's okay. I see that you're super happy every time that you got an episode out. So I hope that everybody enjoy the podcast. A lot of work. A lot of work. But also it's difficult. You you guys are lucky because it's difficult to get the people that you enjoy and uh, you are happy to agree to disagree. Because even though you argue sometimes, yeah, at the end you are like I'm really happy that you are my buddy or something like that it's like you know that you don't like some certain games or whatever but at the end you are happy that you guys are friends because besides that they do the podcast I think that they they consider each other friends it's funny because we've been doing this for more than three years now and usually you don't do things for such a long time if there's no like an incentive and usually the incentive that makes you do things for such a long time is economic in nature we don't make any money out of this uh, in fact it costs us some resources and i think that the main reason why we keep this going on is because of what you said i, I consider rob shelby and lev my friends uh, some of my closest friends, even though we are really far away now, um, we've been doing uh, the show for uh, for the last, I don't know, year and a half or more than that, remotely. Oh. So half of the show's history around has been with us living on the other side of the country. Yeah. So in spite of not getting anything out of the podcast, being far away, we still do it and we still release one episode a week i was telling the other guys since our christmas break mm -hmm. since we returned this year on january we haven't missed a single week oh that's awesome <laughs> that, doesn't, that hasn't happened for 
for a while, I don't think. Don't you yeah. And and yeah, I think um, this is one of the good things that I have going on in my life right now because I've been doing it for so long. It's sort of second nature. It has helped me personally with my English skills. I don't know if you. Oh yeah, that. yeah, you improve a lot because you listen to to yourself when you are like editing. I'm gonna hate myself when I, you know, I'm not gonna listen to this episode if it goes out, for sure. Uh, but yeah, you improve like a lot on the um your pronunciation. Doing the podcast, I said that we haven't gotten anything out of it. I mean, any economic reward, but it has given me a lot of opportunities to have a creative output to make new friends, to meet new people, to, you know, have something that anchors me creatively. And that's something that I enjoy because I see a lot of artists like you. I consider you an artist too because you have this ability to create, you know, visual beauty. And I've never had that. And in a way, this is a way that I could put something out so that, that's also uh, something that Bonus Barrel allows me to do. Well, I think that it is good that you keep up to date because you are talking about and you know the point of view of Rob, Shelby, and Lev, and also from the community. So I think that it, that's the benefit of the podcast mostly because then you discover that nobody thinks the same like you like and then it gives you a lot of perspective and more because you want to you you live from that from from games Mm -hmm. and uh yeah to take it like this serious like serious but not really but yes really uh it's good it's healthy and of course i have to recognize my own bias but because you've been such an important part of my life i also consider you to be an important part of bonus barrel we mentioned you off i mentioned you often oh, in the show you, you shouldn't you've never really had like a voice in in the show but you've helped us with the t-shirts you made the logo for bonus bb uh it needs to work still but we're gonna leave it like that until I have like time and I feel good about like making a good lifting and proportions and everything. In the spirit of bonus barrel, you also have game development experience. We made a game I together. Oh no. We like, did, we did. Yeah, but you're mentioning things like I don't like. The game is super old, the graphics look like super dated. That is about me. I remember that. When it was released, it looks like good. It has the concept. Nowadays, it's like the resolution is awful. And no, no, no. Don't download it, please. Don't do it. <laughs> it's still on Android, but don't do it. Okay. <laughs> I know that it was hard <laughs> for you to accept. And I wanted to have you on the show. I thought it would be special to, to have you. And so... Muchas gracias. Okay, thank you for having me. I'm not a gamer. <laughs> I don't know what Say is doing right now. 
Thank you. Muchas gracias. Gracias. And that is it for this episode of Bonus Bonus Barrel. Next week, Bonus Barrel will be back and we will be reviewing a Super Famicom exclusive. Thanks for listening. <laughs>